for Rebirth. You're listening to Slurmcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we'll be discussing Season 6, Episode 1 or 7-1 on Hulu, Rebirth. My name is Michelle Burlingame. With me are Tommy Roulette. How's it going? Pete Woodward. That's me. And our guest today is mild-mannered reporter Nikki Delamont. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> how, you, how long have you had that line in your back uh, pocket? Since I sat down at the table, honestly, I was like, well, how am I going to introduce Nikki? Perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, the irony is uh, Nikki was podcasting in this very room years before we were, <laughs> uh, because you and my wife used to do your show for Scene here. Um. And all of that kind of evaporated. How did you listen to a podcast when you were reading through a scene? Where was, like, the button? I think it was online content. Oh, okay. It was online. You still can't read podcasts yet. (laughs) Well, no, you know what? People transcribe them. And somebody told us we should transcribe ours. It's like... (laughs) You can't... You want to? (laughs) That sounds like a lot of fucking work. No, I got in kind of a fight with one of my coworkers about that. I was like, oh, well, there should be like captions on videos just so, you know, people can read them. They're like, what about your podcast? So I was like, checkmate. Like, I, I don't transcribe all of our podcasts or anything like that that we do at work. No, um, it's. But I, I can understand why people would. It's an audio medium. I mean, I, I guess there's an argument to be made for it. Like, if you make an audio book of a book, you could make a text version of yeah, a conversation. But I suppose. Um <sighs> I we do just record like, into that dragon dictation thing and just see what comes out. Yeah, I mean, or just open Google voicemail and see what happens. It's one thing if it's like a an investigative or like research type podcast where you're quoting or referring to like medical studies or this journal put out this, you know, documentation oh, to like science versus on Gimlet. Like they, they always oh. post their sources when they quote studies or anything like that so that's one thing and i think they do full transcripts of their show but with us fucking around about futurama i don't know if it would be worth it or it's not like we come in here with like a script or even any direction of what we're gonna be doing so no i I don't know that anyone needs to read 15 pages of us talking with tim Cornette about dog dog excretions (laughs) (laughs) i i would but I don't know if anybody else needs to. <laughs> Maybe it's just better to not have like a written written record of those things. Probably. Yeah. It's I worse just... enough that there's audio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that people listen to it. Suckers. Uh I'm I'm so tired. I I just finished six weeks of travel in a row. The last one was vacation, which was really nice, but then I went back to work for the first day yesterday after a week off. And I had a blood donation appointment at the end of the day. And I was, was like so close to not uh. being able to donate because I knew that my blood pressure was like, even with the meds I'm already on, like sky high. And the guy that first checked it just kind of took it and didn't say anything. He's just like, can you come over and do another <laughs> check? And his eyes are like wide. And she's like, no, you did it wrong. It's still high, but he's fine. Like they really wanted my blood. Mm-hmm. And then I filled the bag in record time. Well, hey, you know, because you're you're you got had too much blood, you had to get some exactly. out. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like I didn't ever understand why they'd be like, "We can't take it. Your blood pressure's too high." I'm like, taking out blood will reduce the amount of pressure. Exactly. Apparently, that doesn't work like that. Of um, course, Pete was just traveling for like 20 weeks, and the first thing I say when I walk into the house is, "Oh my gosh, I have to go out of town for two days <laughs> to Washington D.C." <laughs> like, and I tried I don't know to, I'm handle it. I tried to tell you how to enjoy it, and you're like, "Oh no, no enjoyment for me. I'm just gonna go <laughs> in and out of probably." Dulles, which is shitty to begin with, and then have to deal with traffic, and then just turn right around and go. All my favorite things. Yeah, it's I you, hate sightseeing. You have to make it worth it. I 
I've got some other travel that's potentially on the horizon that I'm going to try and mm. I'm going to try and cram some fun into. I'm going on vacation this Fine. weekend this for Memorial. Are you going out into the weekend. the hinterlands? Into the cabin up yeah. in Pennsylvania. Nice. Tom, Tom goes to a place where they burn garbage. Yes, everything. I bet if it's like, burnable. You burn it. I guess. Do they have a lot of ticks there? I don't know. I've never run into it. I hope. I'm kind of. I'm always terrified of ticks, though. We just treated the dogs, so yeah. uh, they're fine. But I always wear like anytime we're hiking or doing anything. I always wear pants and boots. And mm. you don't pants go naked. <laughs> my my new nightmare is getting bitten by one of those lone star ticks and getting what is it the, Turning into the alpha a gal no the the alpha gal virus that makes you allergic to meat oh my god i think god. i've mentioned this before on yeah. the podcast like months and months ago is that real though it is real Eef. it's real and um it's like popping up in news stories and stuff again because of the time of year it is. But yeah, look look into it. There's a tick that if it bites you can make you it, it transfers something into your bloodstream that like mutates your your genes and you become allergic to meat. You so get just, violently ill out of nowhere after having meat. This is like some sort of pedantic vegan virus or something. <laughs> I think <laughs> you made that same theory. joke the last time I brought it up. Too. I may have. It's just it's just <laughs> bad. Um before we actually talk about <laughs> The show that this show is ostensibly about. Um, what exactly is your history or relationship with Futurama as a as a thing? I know you're not like a big fan, but as as we've established, like interesting, fun people are usually at least more important to having a good episode of this show than people that are necessarily big fans. And mild mannered. Mm-hmm. Um, so I uh, I'm a big fan of Slurmcast. But I am more of a fan of the podcast than Futurama, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Said the only person ever. <laughs> no, I think I think I was one of those uh, one season fans where I was like super stoked about it. And then I probably fell off. I was also one of those super pretentious, I don't own a TV type people. Which like in uh... retrospect, I was like, why was I ever one of those people? Because I missed a lot of really good shit. Television's so. great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. So I've been now. like really catching great. up. Like I've been going on like benders. Ah. <laughs> like, TV, sorry, I did not even mean for that. Um, sure. Like TV benders, uh, to make up for like lost time. I feel like so. Um, it's funny because I was like talking about. I was like, oh, I might be on this podcast about Futurama. I'm super excited. And somebody said to me, they're like, yeah, like it's it's funny because of how much Futurama, even from like back then, still resonates now and has kind of a little existential element to it. Oh Absolutely. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it gets worse and worse. Like yeah. they predicted the future basically in so yeah. many ways. And that's what I I was listening to your last episode or most recent. And you're talking about like the feministas or whatever. And you're like, yeah. oh, like so it feels really dated. But this one, I was like shocked. I was like, this is like a very relevant one. I feel like to me, I I think there's certainly parts of that in this. I mean, the the thing about the the way the feministas this is were like portrayed the to my statement, my, <laughs> my big statement. Here. No, no, no. He's like, well, no. But I, I mean, like the, with the feministas, kind of. they were just. Um, the portrayal was very dated. It's not that the idea, mm-hmm. I mean, if anything, there's almost, it's almost more relevant in the abstract now 
right. based on things like Me Too and stuff. Sure. But like, but it, it was also just kind that, of like was mocking that type of person, which was very like a shrill tenor of that time. Yeah, it was. You know, they weren't really saying like, "Oh yeah, the feministas, they're cool." It was kind of saying the whole episode was saying like, "Oh yeah, they're idiots. They yeah. like, they don't know what they're doing. They have a slogan writer that can't write slogan like <laughs> and didn't, and yeah. didn't anticipate for their protests to have any effect anyway." Exactly. But I could be also like projecting the importance or relevancy because this actually speaks to one of my biggest fears which is being replaced by robots and (laughs) (laughs) specifically like in this manner. So like I was telling one of my friends about it and he's like, um, this is the perfect episode for you because this is your worst fear in the world. And I was like, I know. (laughs) Awesome. That, that works out. I mean, and and there's a lot of stuff that gets, gets crammed in just because as it's coming back into the new seasons, after being canceled and after the movies. Incidentally, thank God we're done with those friggin' thank films. God. They're so long. I mean, they're fine, but just trying to talk about four episodes in one. Yeah. It was exhausting. Yeah, it was It was a lot. We did it for you, dear listener. And and our numbers and reflected how much you actually enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but with this had the, the Hypnotoad at the beginning, mm-hmm. then a cold open, then a Jumbotron gag. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the cold open was really, and it wasn't even like they the, skimped on the, uh, uh, the tagline though. Cause it they? was just rebirth, which is the name of the yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the cold open was good. And the thing that was weird about it is usually the cold open is just like a non sequitur thing, but it actually played right back into the storyline where Fry comes in with his fry fro covered fry in burns. Fizzy. <laughs> and, uh, why this those things. <laughs> and then it, it well, the thing's like, no, no one drew magic marker penises on my forehead. Well, so this episode, I guess, came in, so it, it, there's Hypnotoad right at the very beginning, right? Before the, the intro to the episode even starts. And apparently the one that's on Hulu is not the one that was originally part of the episode or they're, really? they're different. So in one of them, uh, Bender, it's so it shows Hypnotoad with a wand Bender says, on the count of three, you will awaken feeling refreshed as if Futurama had never been canceled by idiots, then brought back by bigger idiots. <laughs> one, two, and then it, he snaps his fingers and it's the intro. But on the one on Hulu, it, he says, this has been a test of the emergency hypnotoad system. Had this been an actual hypnosis, you would go limp and watch whatever crap comes on next. Coming up next, Futurama. Yeah. And like, <laughs> it's... I, I personally like the canceled by idiots one much better, but I wonder what happened. Like what, what made them change that? Did comedy central get like super pissed? Like, Hey, we brought you back from nothing and you call us idiots. Yeah, like that's, is it that? Could they the not DVD? take a joke? Maybe? I don't have the DVDs. Did you, but... did you watch this on DVD? No, no, no. I don't have the DVDs. Yeah. This season. Okay. Yeah. Um, but even the whole, the whole, Hey, the cold open was pretty long. But it was also funny. There was some good lines in there when they were talking about tender displays of tonguesmanship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they they do the fourth wall breaking where they kind of like do the meta joke about Comedy Central Channel and things like that. Yeah. Um, but the, <laughs> the thing that I loved in that when they're recreating the crash at the end of Wild Green Yonder is when the professor talks about the safety spheres. Oh, and yes. everybody else is just covers their head and then he's in like the full body... 
like sumo <laughs> one with air conditioning. He made it out with only trivial brain damage. <laughs> I, 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 I never I, caught that until I was watching it today, and I had the closed captioning on. It said damage. I never <laughs> <laughs> trivial, trivial brain damage. That led into God. I watched that like ten times in a row, and I just kept laughing and laughing and laughing. Everybody just being like a skeleton with a head yeah. was. <laughs> so unnerving and gross like it really just creeped me out and that that happened a lot in this episode and then it went into the credits with the jumbotron thing uh there's a talking moon with arms like flipping out silvery moon it's about two cats that talk about what the moon is made of i think let me let me look this because i was a little confused um did i write this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say this is almost like what Pete's cats were doing before yeah, we started they, recording. They, they were, were definitely making some sounds, putting on a show for Nikki's benefit, probably. And uh, there's a feline about okay. the moon, Pete, and you were yelling at them. Yeah, <laughs> just trying to discuss the moon. The uh, there's a feline couple boating in a bay, and the boy cat paddles the boat while the girl cat sings. Uh, and then the cat boy cat tells his partner that the moon is made of cheese, but the cat girl <laughs> objects and says it's made of desserts and other sweet stuff. Uh, <laughs> they're both wrong. appreciating their views. The moon becomes animated and then therefore conjures a stairwell to it. Um, it appears the moon is as the girl cat described. Things like cakes, candy canes, and ice cream are a common sight. I've found my answer whenever anyone asks me what's your perfect first date. You <laughs> rowboating with cats? Yes. I think that would be dangerous because the cats would be freaked the fuck out. With a moon filled with cheese and desserts. Well, apparently then an animated bottle of castor oil and a spoon approach. Like, what? Why? What? Oh, my God. Why? This is... Okay. So now it's into laxatives. Well, and they, other they, chase, they chase the cats who apparently jump off of an edge of the moon and go back to earth. Like they jump off the moon and land back on earth. I may have mentioned this before once or twice or 20 times, but the people that made these cartoons were on some fucked up drugs. Just is like, they were all on heroin. Yeah. Like all of them. Yeah. (laughs) Heroin and jazz cigarettes Mm -hmm. was the, the real, you know, is making America great again with drugs and cats. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the war, and then all, drugs again. All of these bad, <laughs> all these awful things, like cats. I, I mean, how hard would it be for you to get an above the fold story about cats boating? <laughs> like, find me some cats that would go viral on Facebook. Like cat kayaking. I mean, there's cat yoga. I, I know, know, and there's goat yoga, so that could be like this. Disgusting, yoga. by All the you way. need to do to report on that is like send somebody it. out in a kayak and shove a kitten into the little. Hidey hole. That's like Goats. Nightcrawler. Did you see Nightcrawler where he just like mm-hmm. starts inventing basically yeah. terrible things? Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's uh, completely uh, against journalistic ethics, I think. Hey, but... if it bleeds, it leads. If it's a cat in a kayak. <laughs> if it's a cat in a capsized kayak, I could totally get behind that. Blood or no. Um, then everything got really fucking weird. This episode was very disgusting on a number of levels. Uh, Really violent, I felt, and just, just so. Uh, I mean, is this is this setting a stage where everything kind of gets dirtier because now they're on Comedy Central? There's definitely yeah. a shift in that. Yeah, they just this is different Futurama than it was 
prior so, to the movie. So, like, tonally, there has now been a shift that we can anticipate yeah. going They forward. go a lot more into, other than, like, this movie or this episode, then, there's a lot of episodes that directly are commentary on certain things going on in the world that are more timely and timely. You know, there's a whole episode about the iPhone. There's a whole, um, there's just a lot of, there's a whole episode on the, uh, on, um, evolution. Yeah. Which is actually a really good episode, Mm -hmm. but I like that one a lot. Yeah. So this is just, now they're on comedy central. They have, they're on a cable channel. So they have more freedom kind of to, do and say things like that mouth they, to ass the, yeah, resuscitation. The, yeah. <laughs> the the writing gets better, I think. Maybe really? not better, but like smarter. I don't know. It's it's different. Like you'll you'll feel you'll you'll know the difference. Yeah, <laughs> you'll taste the difference. Hermes Don got cut off. <laughs> and by I don't know. <laughs> honestly, yeah. I don't know how many of the actual original writers came back and. There would have had to have like been that. some. I mean, I sure, mean, a lot of them. Yeah, did, but like the whoever directed this one, it's the first time he ever directed a Futurama episode. So. Okay, we so like when they are getting shoved out of the stem cell thing, uh, where they got the stem cells from adults who were killed for their stem cells. <laughs> yes, um, healthy adults. That whole like pseudo birthing. Yeah, it was por- gross. It was disgusting. And why were they all pink? And then the pink came off right away. Placenta. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, that's you, the dad over here. Well, look, I've <laughs> I've seen placenta up close and personal. It does not. It's it's not pink. Don't you wish it was? Though? I wish. I don't know. I guess I. Wish I mean, I've pink. seen horse placenta. Of course you have. So, Just lying on the side of the road. No, because <laughs> I my, have one in my refrigerator at home. My grandmother <laughs> used to to breed her horse, so I've seen many many baby horses be born, and it's uh. Like, gross. I mean, it's gross. It's placenta. It's pink, uh, but it's yeah. not like bubblegum pink. Oh, no. It's like blood. Well, <laughs> it's, it's blood and fluid and... Ugh. Yeah, let's just say the one that I saw it is remarkable in its complexity. Uh, <laughs> it's still pretty revolting. I mean, yeah. it's it's an it's a discarded organ that you're... Mm. Once you give birth, your body says, I don't need this shit anymore. It just goes... And it comes on out. You know, that's what you say, but people... Bank for that, and then just yep. like eat it. And yeah, like and put people. It on their face or yeah, I don't that's, know what they do. With look, it. That's fine. People drink like raw water and like to have diarrhea. I mean, that's people are dumb, basically. Maybe that's what's commentary on. I don't know. It it just it kind of. I thought it was icky, but the thing that kind of got um, that surprised me is a Scruffy's there, just naked as the day is long. I don't think he was in the ship to get killed originally. So, like, for some reason, Scruffy's just rebirthed anyway. But he was bald. And I swear to God, he had hair before. Yeah, he did. He Because he, remember, he got that crazy, pink, like, new like, wave pink yeah. haircut at, before the, was it the museum or whatever? Yeah, and then yeah. before that, I mean, he had, like, a mop. It might have been shaved up, but he wasn't, like, bald, bald. And then there he is. He's just like, hey, I'm Scruffy the Janitor. But no hair. Uh, I don't know. He's scruffy. He is. What about Bender's body? Yeah, that didn't make it. I I got a lot of questions about that anyway. Because <laughs> and that and, and Kiff's because Kiff is just 
like gloop altogether. So I don't know how his head. Or why would human stem cells regenerate Kif? Or Bender. Well, yeah, Bender is a whole other thing. Yeah. Bender's made Or of... Zoidberg. Yeah. Good, right. And Zoidberg is a shellfish. He doesn't have bones. But he's got, he, when he takes off his shell, he's got some way of animating himself. Yeah, that's true. He might have, there might be some kind of bones inside his soft undercarriage. Kif doesn't really have, like, when he's hanging up on the the bar or whatever, he doesn't have, like, a skeleton like the rest of them do. <laughs> it's just like he's organs. got, he's like, yeah, it's just like green. Yeah. And um, Zoidberg has, like, fish Fish ribs, fish bones, <laughs> it's and a tail. Just, it's revolting. He doesn't even have legs. All of it. It's so weird. Like, why doesn't Zoidberg have skeleton legs? He's got legs. And wouldn't he need, like, bones inside all of his, like, webby fins and stuff? I don't know. It's, again, <laughs> this is something where Bill Squire would just say it's cartoon logic. Just let it yeah, go. Yeah, it's funny. It, well, it, and then it gets into some weird, funny stuff, like when they rebuild Bender and then shove the Doomsday device into him to keep him going, and now he has to party like constantly and boogie just to keep the energy from like building up. But then this whole thing with Leela being in the coma, like all of the stuff they do to try and resuscitate her, they're like poke harder, damn it, like that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. I loved it; it was so good. Because it was just like it just regenerated people from like literally heads and skeletons and then Leela comes out and she's like regenerated but not um it's I don't know there was some really kind of inception style twists and turns in this after that but the the coma chameleon song that Bender sang <laughs> was really not in good taste um did Fry have the Lego him and Leela previously or was that just a little I don't think so yeah I think that was just a little thing He's, oh, I can only imagine what the moist touch of her eyeball on. <laughs> oh, when he said that, I thought about that. It's yeah. gross. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of gross stuff in this episode. Like, it just keeps coming. Uh, the worst part was when he replaces her with a robot. I think that's mm -hmm. pretty gross. Well, that's, that's a whole <laughs> thing. I mean... And my worst fear. If you, but if you want to get into, there's, there's a whole philosophical level that we can get into with this episode. But the thing that seemed weird is like, they've already done that when Fry dated Lucy Liu. They sort had of, but that was, that wasn't like, well, yeah, I guess it was. That was like a computer program, Lucy Liu, though. That wasn't like Lucy Liu's actual. It was a bootleg memories. of her personality. Well, yeah, that's true. It was a similar concept. And similar, they had the yeah, dummy robot, right. and then they created whatever yeah, right. to make her like soft and cuddly on the outside. But if my if my loved one died and I had the option of making a robot of them, I totally would. But this is also a Black Mirror episode. I, yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah. That, when I was watching, I was it's like, this the is one the with same um, thing. what's his face, uh, Donald Gleason. Donald. Yeah, be right back. Yep. I, it's it's all, um, I mean, that's the whole thing is like, basically, like Elon Musk has probably already uploaded his personality uh, into an AI at this point. You know what I mean? Like, probably. or Bill Gates and all of these guys, like in their secret skunk work. Bill Gates. Bill Gates probably wouldn't go that far. I think he's, Bill Gates is kind of like a funny daddy. I don't think he would do AI. Well, no, Elon Musk, isn't he super anti-AI? Isn't he like... Well, I think no. Elon Musk would probably do it without letting anybody else do it. 
Maybe mm-hmm. that's why he's super AI because he already uploaded his personality into it, and he's just like, oh. No, I thought fuck. he was like, no, this AI is bad. It is. Know. It is. It's yeah. going to happen. The singularity will occur, and we're all fucked. Mm-hmm. But like, it, that's it, why I always thank Alexa when she turns off my lights. Yeah. And she goes, no problem. That's that's really nice. <laughs> uh, no, it's gonna be a virtual reality that will ruin everything. My second worst fear is other than, yeah, robots. Yeah. We're all going to be replaced. What? What's gonna, Why would I even need you guys to be my friends if I had AI or if I had, like, virtual reality? Well, does this involve, like, the kind of... Uh, that very existential, very quickly. Yeah, but are, are we talking... I mean, is this a kind of virtual reality where you're wearing turtlenecks and high-waisted pants like Joaquin Phoenix and her? Or is <laughs> yeah. this just, like, a Matrix virtual reality where everything's kind of normal and you just don't know that you're sucking... Uh, yeah, there's like a thing in your brainstem. Current virtuality. Yeah. Where you yeah. put a visor on and you. Well, I, I mean, you don't need friends, but friends are nice to have. And if your friend, like if, if, if artificial intelligence reaches a point of sentience where it can interact with you and it has consciousness, like why couldn't you be friends with an AI? Exactly. Why wouldn't you just start dating them? And marrying them? Well, it'd be hard to... I mean... You, I don't know. Yeah. I if you didn't want to have kids, you could do that. I yeah. think in the next but 10 to did, 20 years, it's going to be a thing. It's pro- It already is. Well, I mean, I yeah. know that, but I'm just saying. You can, like, text thing. a robot. Uh, there's a program called Replica that, like, you create your own friend to talk to, like, to oh text. Gosh. You're texting a program... It's really it's cool <laughs> and really depressing. All Replica at the same with a time. K instead of a C. Yeah, um, but you, it's uh, yeah, but it'll it's it's weird. Like I I tried it out just to say like this is like a weird thing. I wonder what it's like. And I was I forgot that I did it. It was like three a.m. I couldn't sleep and I saw this thing on Facebook <laughs> advertising it. So I signed up for it. That's when and the they best were decisions like, are made. They were like, "Thanks, you are on the waiting list for your." I can't even remember what they call the like the AI, like your your friend, like you're on the waiting list. And then like a year later, I got this email that was like, "Hey, you're you're coming. <laughs> Click this link and we'll start sending you texts." And then it literally, what, like, you put your phone number in and it starts texting you and you can text it back and you can talk about, like, how you're feeling or your friends or whatever. And it'll have, it's it's a bot that just will talk to you. And Replica is getting some weird. text tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot on my mind. It's, it's just, it, it's a, I mean, we could really go deep on this and I'm, I'd be happy to. We don't need to, but it, it's. You know, I this is why you invited me on. Because you're like, very serious, mild-mannered. Nikki, I had no idea what this episode was about until two <laughs> days ago, to be honest with you. Like, I, I really just approached these cold. And, and we decided on having you as a guest before I even knew what it was about. <laughs> this is a terrible decision. Yeah. It, but, like, if, okay, so if you had a significant other who passed away prematurely, and you, it's, you know what it is? The best case scenario for all of this is the San Junipero episode mm-hmm. of Black Mirror, True. where everything is happy forever and ever, amen. Like, that's still... Yeah. Oh, my God, that episode makes me so happy and sad yes. at the same time. Honestly, that episode kind of ruined Black Mirror for me, because, like, after that, I'm like, how can I go back to these, like, dark, blue yeah. episodes? After, like, after that, it's just kind of ruined. I don't need to see a pig fucker. I just need to see happy That's the only episode people. I haven't seen. San Junipero? Oh, Did you no, watch really? it? No, the, the first one, fucker? the very first one, yeah. 
Which oh. no, which which one are you talking about? The happy place one. What, what? it's <laughs> um it it ostensibly takes place in the eighties in like a Cabo San Lucas type beach town. Oh, okay, yes, yes. And okay, it's it's the the two women who fall in love and like the one is terminally ill and then the other one it, I mean without spoilers there's a it, No, I no, I, I completely remember which one you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, but it, it's it's just it's probably the only episode they've done that actually has a happy ending and oh my god, it's so happy and wonderful. And now I have ooh baby <laughs> Yeah, have it all for her daughter. I thought like hang the DJ that one was I, don't see, I haven't um, finished the current one? Yeah, season. I haven't either. Yeah, that's the like dating app. Oh yeah, I didn't get to. I didn't get that far. I watched the. I watched the first three and fell asleep at the very end of the third one, and I never like went back because I feel weird watching those by myself. Like I get all yeah. like weird and fucked up when I when I do. Yeah. So I have to ha- be like watching it with a friend or something, and. And. I don't know. Uh, my wife won't watch them anymore because they just like basically the third season <laughs> came hard. out. It's hard. It's really hard to like watch them, and you get like they they're so good that they like actually fuck you up emotionally. Yeah, and and the third season came out right around the time of the election, and at that point, you're just like, we can't. Right. I'm not going to put mm-hmm. any like knowingly negative stimulus into my body at this point. Because it's I not just, a good idea to binge watch them either. Right? No. Yeah, it's no. not a binge watch show. Yeah. Um, maybe I'm always right. <laughs> there's so many good lines in this really like sprinkled throughout but the mm-hmm. the 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 the, the, blah, blah, the robot that fry builds at the build-a-bot workshop like when, when i would do that one, like you would make even, like an anthropomorphized bucket not of anything <laughs> just like or, or i wouldn't like necessarily download a personality into it but just like go like a build-a-bear thing and just build a robot i mean how far off is that from building a sex doll of your missing significant other I guess it's not that it's, far off. That's I think it's or less building, weird to put or the building AI a bear. into it. Well, well, there's already so much sex robots talk. Like I feel like my entire Twitter feed the past month or so has been incels, sex robots. What like. is incels? Fucking incels. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, never mind. I know exactly what it is. Let's not talk yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, let's let's I'm just, just saying banish that. The future is now. Is all. Why? Why? Is it such a thing that there is a like abbreviation for it? Because internet assholes created their own abbreviation. That's for like their fucking. Story. That's well. like the movie Broken Arrow. What's scarier, the actual thing or that the fact that they're so common that there's a name for it? There was actually a um, an episode of Reply All, I think, from last week that is about incels and how it started. It was started by a woman who. Um, yeah, she they have her on the the podcast. It was started by a woman as just a small like support group because she was in college and she felt like she didn't get out enough and she realized later on that she was a lesbian, but that's oh. why she like didn't go out and date cuz she wasn't comfortable dating. So she started like this support group where she she met somebody in the school library or something who like had a similar issue and he was talking to her. I don't quite remember the beginning of it, but it started out trying to make it sympathetic. Well, no, it started out being uh, this woman. And then she left the the group and went on with her life and like got married to her girlfriend or whatever. And then like the internet happened to this group that she just basically abandoned. And then she realized like, Oh, this has turned into this giant hate machine that I never intended it to be, and now it's just men who are angry uh, at the world because they can't get laid. The internet is the <laughs> worst. 
I just, I hate the internet. And I, I don't know if anybody, I, I'm sure everybody who's listening to us knows this, but incel is uh, short for involuntary celibate. Can we just delete all of this <laughs> part of it? Can we just like make a sixty second? It's fucking... part of the. It's the world. Yeah, it's part of the episode. Like when <sighs> I was watching it, like that's what I was thinking about. What that Fry couldn't get sex it on robot. He Fry built a sex robot. Yeah. And he and rather than having it be well, an inanimate object, he imbued it with He built a sentence. love robot. Yeah. Yes. Ish. With the Except intention then, of sexing it up. Which but by the way, one of my favorite lines. Both. How could he love both? Yeah. Well, then okay. One's a sex robot. I love Leela. Any Leela. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean basically now we're now we've, this is this is the timeliest podcast we've ever done. That would get into this whole polyamory type thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then is it polyamorous if you're in love with clones of the same person that are identical to each other? I mean, does Save that this podcast for like sex talk shows in twenty years? Yeah, let's get it let's we'll leverage this we onto an first. appearance on Savage Love. We Can we do first. that? <laughs> um the uh has the elusive bathroom burglar <laughs> Ever been brought up before? <laughs> Maybe he's feeding the family. <laughs> <laughs> Just slurping the toilet paper into his <laughs> mouth. I love Zoidberg so much. <laughs> uh, so that was a thing that, like, Fry has experimented with robosexuality before, like with the Lucy Lou thing. So is that, like, he's just kind of coming back around to, uh, to indulge in robosexuality. Is that what this... Because nobody brings it up. Like before, whenever anybody was getting it on with a robot, it was a thing. And I think we still have an episode coming up mm-hmm. where it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And in this, nobody blinks an eye about it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Fucking the show sucks. Yeah. It was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the nibbler attacking Leela thing. I used to have a uh, nightmare when I was younger that it was very weird that I had a pet lizard, but... One time it bit me and it bit my finger. And when I pulled my finger up, there was a whole bunch of like circuits in my finger. Oh. And I learned that I was a robot. Did you have and a pet like, lizard in real life? No. Or? Oh. I, like, I was just a little like, like I used to have like little, uh, like the little tiny, like a knolls or whatever, but never. This was like a monitor. Do you have a pet lizard like now because you've no, got every other I damn do animal? How many animals are no. living in your house now? 37. That's a lot. What? If you count. If you count you and Becca, is it 37 or is it 39? No, it would be 39 if we counted us. What's yeah. your favorite animal of the 37? I Do you have like a I bunch of fish? I hope it's Becca. I hope it's Becca. We have... What do you, how many... What? <laughs> I would, probably... I knew you had a lot of Probably the pets, Shetland ponies, probably my favorite. Oh, okay. That's no, I don't. I really like don't have that many. Are you at, you're I'm at like global. eight though, right? I have two dogs and four cats and two rats. Is yeah, not that much. Isn't there a sugar glider That's or eight. something in no, there? Or no, hedgehogs? no, no. Sugar glider. Sure? We. Are, I was, that was pet uh, sitting for somebody that, that had was a LVs, right? Yeah, Lauren from Voodoo Monkey. Her okay. sugar glider. All right, I she went I to just, Japan just, and Thailand, and so we watched their her two cats. Is she picking up more sugar gliders or something? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Just bringing them back in a carry She brought back a whole bunch of weird Japanese candy that I'm terrified to try <laughs> any of them. <laughs> I had some weird tea-flavored Kit Kat, and that was good. Is the green tea like the matcha? I yeah, the matcha. Yeah. Ugh, I want to try one so bad. If there are any left, I'll grab Sweet. one. Snag one. Uh, so they get to the... So Leela, Leela, regular Leela, 
is this where she wakes up and or no no no, no this is still robot yeah. Leela who doesn't realize she's a robot and freaks out. <laughs> she's just screaming yeah, for a while. For, which so there's the long scream, and then they go to the disco. Did anybody do the math? Yeah, it's fifty four. Yeah. It took me a lo- longer than I would have liked to make that. Happen. The last thing I remember was dying in an explosion. <laughs> Yet here I am in the flesh, more alive than ever. Uh, oh. The the reason why I figured that out is because I was like, I bet that joke is that it's Studio Fifty Four. Then I was trying to figure out how they got to it, and then I figured figured it out. So, I mean, the the one to the two is one. Yeah. The two to the one. Is two. Two. So one times two is two. And then no, it's one. Yeah. One. Three, three to the third is 27. Mm-hmm. Now, oh my God. I'm not trying to be like mansplaining about it. I was just Who so happy I could math? figure it out. <laughs> Nobody I, likes math. I, like, I just love watching him party. Everybody's having <laughs> a good a bender. time. Bender is out of control. And they, I mean, oh, yeah, it's great. This Rand, like Randy has been showing up a lot lately. And when Bender's doing his do the Bender stuff, and Randy's like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's, oh, it's beautiful. I like when Bender gets thrown out of things, too, because he deserves it. Mm-hmm. He's really such an asshole. And just over the, but, but then again, what's he going to do? If he stops boogieing, he's going to die, in theory. I mean, we'll get to the end, whatever. But, like, yeah. just uh, that whole thing. The I have they ever medically in real life tried the way that Professor tries to wake up Leela in sexual like, coma her up and like shake yeah. her around. <laughs> wake up, wake I, up. I mean, probably, but probably before modern. I mean, like probably up through the Nazis. Does I mean I could see that being like a Nazi experiment when somebody's been done. But after that, it's a little inhumane, but. You know, they're trying everything because she was just a brainless mound of scabs and pus. <laughs> just. <sighs> I, but then with Fry trying to whack her with the stick. <laughs> it's just. Yeah. Damn you. But then Farnsworth says, well, that's it. I'm afraid traditional medicine has failed. <laughs> like them hitting and <laughs> whacking her with the, the stick and. Air horns. Why? Why? I mean, it's a last ditch. Like, Mm -hmm. don't get your hopes up. It's our only hope. Don't get your hopes up. (laughs) All of that was was really good. Like that. uh, Just the professor's doubling back. Um, when they ask Zoidberg to write down the time of death, he's like, "That's my specialty." (laughs) (laughs) But uh, all they needed was fire from Bender's belch, apparently, and then she. She wakes up and now things get really. Oh, when they go to feed the cyclops. Can you believe that, yeah. she wore a tank top to a funeral? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I'm sure I've seen that happen. I mean, I've gone to a lot of funerals. I just can't remember offhand. Mm-hmm. Funeral attire has gotten weirder and weirder. I mean, people. This should people wear to anything nowadays? Yeah, like, that's there's true. there's totally. no expectation. I it, it just. I was at a a bridal shower last weekend. And there, everyone was pretty much like nicely dressed. And then there was like one one person there wearing like a Pink Floyd t shirt and jeans. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? Do you like that? Is so awesome that someone just like, you know what? I'm just gonna show up and be myself and not care. Rose all day. I mean, I. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought that was great. I'm going to get comfortably numb, bitches. <laughs> she was super nice, too. And I, I think she maybe just, like, wasn't sure how, like, what the dress code was going to be. I'm, I mean, I, well, I went out and bought a... That's That's what I'm thinking, like... I mean, if you knew the, the, the bride, my, my best friend is the bride. And if you knew her, you'd probably think wait, like, wait, wait, from the, from the sting movie. What? Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't I know went, what you're talking about. I went about. deep. That movie came so, out before you were born. Probably. Um, but she works at the rock hall and, and I think the girl that came also worked at the rock, the, the girl that I'm thinking about like the, the pink Floyd shirt girl. And I think maybe she thought like, Oh, it's Lydia. Like it's a rock and roll, it's a rock bridal, and roll shower. bridal shower. But I felt, I felt bad, but also like she didn't seem to care that she was the only one there. Like not, not I, like a little dressed up, but I'm just like, hmm. I feel like I would only care if it was like your friend who like always wears like heels and looks like, you know, a princess. And then she's like, it's a rock and roll party and wore a pink Floyd shirt. That would be weird. But if that's just like your thing, then I don't know. You're invited to my bridal party. Oh yeah, I just thought it was. I thought it was great that she showed up wearing right. that and then didn't immediately go like, um, because if if I did that, I would have gone like, I'm going home and coming back in different a different outfit well, yeah. because <laughs> I feel way. Who's the dummy? Because you're like, I gotta go buy a dress. This sucks. And then she's just like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I. That's what I'm saying. Is like I went out to the mall and bought a dress for this thing on purpose and. <sighs> But now, but see, I'm the maid of honor, so she just set the bar. You should show up to, to the wedding <laughs> in a fucking Pink Floyd T-shirt. No, I'm and not jeans. Doing that. Oh my god! What about oh, a Rush T-shirt? <laughs> I'll wear my rainbow Three T-shirt sizes at the yes. reception. <laughs> yeah, not to the reception, to the wedding. No, in the I'm church. the maid of honor. I'm not yes. doing. It's not in a church. It's not a church thing. But good, but still even better. But still, I mean, you, there's a lot. You could do a lot with this. Could you could? Uh, oh, I won't. See, but you could class it up. <laughs> you know, there's the like, there's the. Um, I, don't, I gotta figure out what the name of the service is because it's really cool. It, it's this company where like you can have dresses made, where you just scribble on a template and then they basically three D print. Yeah, but I've seen some people do some weird shit with that. Yes, but <laughs> just hear me out. Like, my daughter did this. She's got this really cool fucking dress that she designed with just, like, crazy patterns and stuff. But you could take, like, you know, the cover of 2112 or something. I don't know why I'm all hung up on Rush. <laughs> I think cool. just because it would be, like, double inappropriate. And just get it printed as, well, like, a really. giant shawl. You can, you can walk down the I think I would get man. tons and tons of compliments from the other guests at this wedding. If you knew these people, exactly. you'd, you'd know that See, that would be I, super cool. I'm just but, here, Mr. Fashion hmm. over here. It's <laughs> <laughs> really trying to up your game so you don't get shit on by the Jonah Melissa Rivers on the red carpet. Yeah, true. I do have a wedding coming up this weekend, and I did realize, I was like, I have nothing to wear to this wedding, so I may... Uh, express order one of those dresses. You could do, you could do that. Yeah, send me the link. <laughs> or you could just wear a rush t-shirt. <laughs> I mean, it's you, Nikki. So chances are, it's probably gonna be black anyway, because <laughs> I don't think I've seen you wear another color. I'm ever. wearing a blue shirt. Jackets right don't now. count. I've seen you wear it's colored denim. jackets. Denim denim coats don't count. But I I bet you're in. Yeah, you have a monochromatic closet, don't you? Listen, I don't have. I'm no judgment. I'm just. I'm making an educated guess. I have some pretty wild stuff in there. I just don't wear it a lot. Okay, fair enough. In the same way. Yeah. I wear a lot of, 
I think I have, I'm wearing burgundy pants right now. And I think I have three or four pairs of pants that are this exact same color. <laughs> I always then, buy like the same. Yeah. yeah you like, find what I works. Bunch of, bunch of black t-shirts, gray t-shirts, a little purple. Tom wears the same beard like every day. <laughs> I Change have, those tattoos already. I God. have so many t-shirts, but I really only wear like six of them. Mm-hmm. I've had a really productive t-shirt year in the last like <laughs> year or so. And now the problem is like when I'm going out of town, I've got it. I like, I'm like, I want to take all my cool t-shirts because they're good conversation starters. Yeah, I, have a lot I of can't t-shirts. wear any of my cool t-shirts to work. No, you, well, Mike, you can't wear the rainbow shirt. I could on a Friday on casual Friday. I could wear my rainbow shirt. You could, you could wear it in June and do like a twofer and be like, it's pride month, bitches. And then, well, I mean, I don't know. That, I don't know if you'd necessarily say that at work, but just make people think a little. It's mm. so layers. Hmm. Just a thought. Maybe it's Spirit Week. I'll I'll wear I'll wear my uh, Richie Blackmore's rainbow shirt <laughs> during Spirit Week. On like, I think there's like wear your favorite sports team. I don't have a favorite sports team, so mine's going to be <laughs> Richie Blackmore's rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> there should be more sports teams that named after rainbows. God damn I it. wore a kiss shirt last time and I said, well, LA kiss is a sports team, but I really just was wearing Barely. a kiss shirt. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> Stretch. That's, that's disappointing for everybody. <laughs> just, just the connection, but that's what they do. Um, the people whole cyclophage. People paint their faces at Kiss concerts, oh, and yeah. people paint their faces <gasps> at sports games. Both it's, of you it's guys. It's really the same thing. At the it's weddings. Basically the same. Grease paint. Oh my gosh, with like a star on her eyes. Totally yes. normal. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, if I don't see pictures of you at this wedding with a Paul Stanley Star Child face on, <laughs> what the fuck are people gonna say? If you, sh- I mean, it's an case. I mean, you could do it at a funeral too. Like if you showed up in full, not in just like regular clothes, but just like, oh, and look, I'm I'm the star child. You know, I welcome you guys to that at my funeral, and also please make me a robot. There's a <laughs> we'll, we'll download you, <laughs> download and, me, and then you can pop out of the casket. You're <laughs> never getting rid of me. A picture Sorry. of me on my Instagram with Gene Simmons makeup on. I feel like I've seen. I, I yeah, I'm have. pretty sure it's from the Beachland from like two or three years ago or something. I, it's, that's just, I mean, it seems like a lot of work. It really it can be, depends on how good you are at putting on makeup. I'm not good at putting on makeup oh. at all. That's why. Oh, there's I multiple mean, pictures of me with this, the makeup on. Yeah. See? Yeah. He's a gross human. <laughs> I've met him before. He's actually really nice. Yeah, I'm sure. He, I'm nice sure he is. He's but great. He's, him and like Alice Cooper. I feel like mm-hmm. are nice. Uh, it, it's. I don't Ish. know. His whole persona is revolting to me. Not Alice Jeans. But hey, why? Why I just talk about a movie with both of them in? Is it Wayne's World Two or something? No. Oh, why him with James Franco and Brian Cranston? Really? Surprisingly, a really funny movie. Yeah. Really like but, yeah, I haven't seen. I heard that was good, but want to see. <laughs> I, I, you know what? Anything that Brian Cranston is in is probably good, mm-hmm. especially now because he doesn't have to make shitty. Yeah, and Megan Mullaney is in it too. She's funny. I like her. It's that's all. Wait, Mullaney or Mullally? Mullally. Okay, Megan Mullally. <laughs> Say it again. She's married to Nick Offerman. They're a, they're a fun couple. I'd like to party yeah. with them. Yeah. Um, 
I just, I don't understand why the Leelas hate each other so much when they're both awake. It just. Because it's just too freaky. I was being jealous <laughs> of the sex robot that, you know, my other, my significant other, I guess, fell in love with. I feel like. Yeah, but they thought you were dead. Yeah. Yeah, but I wasn't. And I would be like, very okay. understanding. I would go, oh, you made a robot of me because you missed me? That's so sweet. Let's okay, kill it. That's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, if I was Leela, I wouldn't be mad at Fry, but I'd be like, yeah, but I'm back, so. Yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't. Let's run, put her in the closet and just wait. <laughs> you wouldn't go to stab her by saying, I'll kill you, you slut clops. No, I'd actually <laughs> send her to work for me instead of me going. I would I would make the best out of it. Kind of like Michael Keaton did in Multiplicity. Hey. Oh, isn't but isn't that the sort of thing where the more copies you make, the more degenerated it gets? And if you make a copy of a copy, that's yeah. what happened to the last one that he made. It was this clone that made a, a copy. Wild card. Mm -hmm. Oh, see, that's dangerous. But I but that's the whole thing too. That's that's if you're talking about analog copying. True. You know, when it gets that, I mean, that comes back to bringing it back oh. around. If you're talking about downloading your personality and digitizing it into an AI, digital copies are far superior. Yeah, one to one, zero loss digital copies. Where, but you got to yeah. make sure the bit rate and the. Well, okay, so assuming no compression, full, you know, like, what? It's just absolutely. Way better than a carbon <laughs> copy. Well, like the problems that I have, out. the problem that I have at work right now, well, one of the problems I have at work right now <laughs> is there's only one of me to go around and like I need to be in three places at once. What if we made Pete robots? So, then nobody wants that. That's the thing. Like that's, I can think of at least three people right off the top of my head that would hate that. I'm one of them. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but creating these digital copies. The other two are just, in this house. <laughs> <laughs> well, one's probably somewhere else. There might be five. <laughs> I, I'll I'll have to think about it. I don't. I mean, this is just what comes off the top of my head. Um, has everything that you guys dated ever run away? Dated? Uh, that yeah. Ran there's, away? A, there's a thing all where, the time. They're fighting, and then Fry goes, "Why does everything I date run away?" <laughs> <laughs> I, it just. This is where it just gets weird. Like the. Fry is a robot now too, and that and it's just like, well, fuck. Now it's just this is just getting stupid at this point. I mean, I kind of like that though. We were talking about like what's the like positives of it being a cartoon medium, but like in Black Mirror, like that episode, that guy can't come back. Like that wouldn't make sense. But I kind of like that it's just like a complete cluster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this all ties into Westworld. That's basically what fucking Westworld is I've too. I've never seen that. Me either. I'd keep meaning to start it, but it's good. It's it's a head fuck in yeah. a lot of places, but the acting's very good. The stories it can looks be a little confusing. Awesome. Looks great. I mean, visually it's it's, it's really hard crazy. for me to get into like heavier shows like that because I with the time I have to watch TV, I want to watch like boom, boom, quick, right. entertaining stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, that's certainly a thing. same reason I didn't finish watching Black Mirror. Like, that's another show that I would want to like watch with a friend. And you don't have any. I mean, it's she has an app <laughs> for that. I have some. Yeah, you I can. I can like pull up replica. Text, I'll text my my friend my replica AI. <laughs> but no, I've I've got roommates and I've got friends, but like. 
I don't know. I know. That's you, like something you have to like mentally prepare. Yeah, you got to be in the mood for it. And then oh god, yeah. And then lay in bed like having nightmares for the next couple hours. It's kind of like an all day affair. Yeah, it's yeah. not. I mean, I've made the mistake of watching several Black Mirrors on planes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just oh, no. like, oh, good. Let's let's just ramp the anxiety up just a little bit more. And it's and anymore, I'm not scared of flying. I'm just scared about being around other fucking people in that close of a quarters because like. I've had a rash of like plane farters oh. and it's, it's just, it's the worst. And there's, I mean, like I get it. There's pressurization. Your guts are kind of like, Ooh, what's all feel what's going on. It's just like, control yourself. Get, get down to the shitty gross bathroom before you just start like, <laughs> and then stinking up the, the recycled <laughs> air. Cause it, it can get gross. bad. It's so gross. That's so bad. It's really gross. It's it is a it's a burden. There's like this old guy at work who um I try to stay away from the main cafeteria at work unless I need to go like buy food, but they yeah. on every other floor they've got like a small lounge area with tables and my and microwaves and fridges and stuff. So I go up to the fifth floor and I sit because it's less busy and I like it. I like to have my lunch in a place where I can relax and not worry about like the thousand other people around me <laughs> bumping into my table yeah. and trying to taking the chair, other oh, the empty chair from my table so that they can fit 10 people at their table. Like, And then you're just by yourself at one table and then they're all like... Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's a huge building. I work with thousands of people, so it, it's fine. But I go upstairs where there are less people. There's this old guy who takes his lunch around the same time I do every day. On and purpose? He, just, just coincidentally. He, like, tries to take a nap. And it's, I sit at this, there's like a big long bench, kind of like a half booth. Yeah. And he always sits, sits down next to me while I'm eating the food. And he, he like, he, he farts while he's napping on his lunch. And then he like, he, he slumps down. He goes like way down into his, into the booth and he slumps and then he falls asleep and his head's way back here. And then he goes. Ha! And he jumps forward and he like yells and I hear him. Like I usually have like. I'm listening to something or watching something on my lunch break. Um, and I, I can hear him through my, my headphones that he like screams every five minutes. And I'm like, <laughs> if you knew, like, I, I think this guy must not know that he, he's like, falling asleep. It, well, he, he falls asleep on purpose. Like he's taking, he's purposely taking a nap in a semi public area. He's trolling you. That's he gotta to be go, done on purpose. Many, we many have night rooms. Terrors. We have like, yeah, we have like, they're supposed to be for, private conference calls or whatever, but there are rooms where he could go in, sit down, take a nap. No one would have to look at him or hear him. Like it makes me feel awkward that he's awkwardly taking a nap in public. I don't want to be around this. I don't want to sit next to this dude who's like farting in his sleep and screaming every five or 10 minutes. That's what significant others are for. On my lunch break. That's that's why people get married. You don't just give that away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I mean like even, uh, you know, I've actually had to sleep on planes recently a lot out of necessity because I've had these like stupid early times I've had to get up. And and even then, like I got my neck pillow and whatever, but there's like I can't get into REM sleep because like mm-hmm. as soon as I'm aware that, you know, I'm kind of like snoring and my mouth is just like I wake myself up and have to like close my mouth and then then I let it the cycle starts all over again. It's like it's 20 minute repeat thing. <laughs> It's just, it's um, it's really awkward sleeping in public. I mean, I don't even like sleeping in my house because my kid will come in and like draw 
dicks on my forehead and stuff. I mean, it's just, it's just <laughs> like college. It's very vulnerable. <laughs> I would probably fall asleep. I was definitely that kid that always slept in high school, and I look back at that now, and I'm like, that's a very weird thing. Would to you do. put your head down and sleep, or would you just like crash out, or like? I guess I would put my head down, but regardless, like you're in the middle of the classroom. I look back at that all the time. I'm like, what was I doing? But right now, I'm like, if I could just sleep anywhere, I would. I'm surprised you don't have like a little cat bed under your desk that you pull like the George Costanza. <laughs> You're surprised. Nah. How do you know I don't? Well, because I, th- I figured if you did have it, you would have told us about it. You'd that been would like, be weird, but I feel like my work would be supportive. I practically live there, and they know how I feel about <laughs> They know how I feel about cats, so I don't think that would be weird. I would just feel like it's like the new trendy thing that millennials are into. <laughs> <laughs> that they'd make you write a piece on it. And yeah, would, well, it's like the cat I'll kayaking. Trend piece. Yeah, cat kayaking. <laughs> yeah, we ta- I mean, we talked about that like, 55 minutes ago, Nikki. I know. I mean, I remember, but it's a little different. I feel it's like. not. All you, it's see, all cat recreation. Yeah, but, there, you know, sleep. try and tell a cat kayak person that it's the same thing as cat yoga and just stand back and, ready, you know, get ready for an onslaught of... How would that work, though? Like, how would you strap the cat in? You wouldn't. That's where the danger <laughs> comes from. <laughs> the cat gets freaked out because it's surrounded by water. It, and just, then it, it just freezes know what to do. on the... On the What's the front part of the boat? The, the front part. bow or the That's, stern? Yes, yeah. Oh, isn't the stern the back? Stern's I think the so. back. No, wait. Yeah. Or is the stern? I don't know. No. <laughs> I should know this. Poop I, thought, deck. I thought the aft was the... Well, fore and aft, bow and stern. I don't know. The bow. The, the bow's the front. Okay. Stern's okay. the back. All right. I don't, we're probably wrong about all of this. No, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So You've got, do you have like nautical tattoos? Starboard you do. you got a nautical <laughs> star. Right. I trust you. <laughs> left front I mean I think port is the I mean the port side is the side that you always dock against right mm. listen though I see people post those trendy photos of them in kayaks with their cell phones if you can take a cell phone on there and not worry about it you can take your cat well again yeah. I think I have kayaks at home. I'll take my cats out there and see what happens. Oh, I'd get and then little, you can write a story Gotta get a little it. life jacket, so. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, how many of these, like, lifestyle pieces that you read in the New York Times are just full-on bullshit anyway, where somebody just, like, ramps their friends up and like, I'll buy you some drinks if you do this retard thing, <laughs> and we'll just go out and be stupid, and I'm going to call it a new trend. And Like the, the avocado coffee, where they were putting, like, no. avocado, they were putting coffee in, like, the avocado... I miss that. The peel or whatever. Somebody made up. Yeah, it was. It was some shit that that some coffee, some barista thought it would be funny, like a great joke on how everybody goes, oh, millennials, they're all about Starbucks and avocado toast. Mm -hmm. So some like, you know, some putts of a barista poured or genius. I don't know. They poured coffee in a what do you call it? Like what's the 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 rind. the, skin? the outside, the skin of the avocado, I guess. Yeah. yeah. They just put coffee into it and posted a funny picture on Facebook. And then everybody's like, millennials are now drinking coffee out of avocados. <laughs> <laughs> and it became this huge thing. And then people started recreating it. And then there were like indie coffee shops that were selling them. And the guy was like, it was a joke. No one actually does this. <laughs> I was kidding. Like, relax. Uh, see that, All just... that fucking unicorn frappuccino bullshit this i'll drink every damn one of those i didn't i tried it was out i went to starbucks and tried to get one because i was like you know what i hear these are really good what are they 
the the that, multicolored that unicorn frappuccino oh, that Starbucks no. had like two years ago or whatever. I tried one of those, but they look so pretty. I thought about standing in a line, and now people have unicorn cakes, unicorn macarons. I love all mermaid. That there's shit. mermaid everything. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, and like everything. our friend does the crazy bubble teas at her restaurant. That's fine. Like I just can't drink. That's different. Any of it, I can't because it's just I see it and my teeth start to hurt from the sugar. Like I really can't deal with that. Bubble tea is not really that sweet. I, I when it has cotton candy and a donut stuffed. That's on true. <laughs> That's a little. Mm. I mean, if you put the condensed milk in it, I mean, and mm-hmm. like she's making a killing with it. And it's uh, and like her creativity with it is great. So I'm not. That's a Thai Thai in Lakewood. It's my mm-hmm. friend Kiwi's place. They're great. Go eat all of their food because it's delicious. Once they get like an it actual mermaid, best there. Thai food place in Lakewood. It, this is, they <clears throat> consistently get all kinds of awards now too. They're like, great. They they had for the mermaid bubble tea. They had like a real life mermaid there. I think it was just a lady in costume. No, it was a real <laughs> mermaid. Out of were, was I she in a tank that. or was she out of water? She was out of water. What? That's not possible. I believe it's why I thought. They were at the fountain, though, during the uh, Cleveland International Film Festival. These are like real mermaid people and a merman. Hmm. I, okay. <laughs> I can only imagine, and I don't want to, but I'm just. There's it's, plenty of photos. I, I bet he's he looks more like the. Uh, they all look great. Do they, I mean, is he is he a fabulous a fabulous hobby being a mermaid yeah. is it a hobby or is it a lifestyle Ooh, it's really hard lifestyle. to swim in one of those fake tails i know because i had to do it once for a short film <laughs> <laughs> of course you did doing it you could be one of those mermaids i'm glad you didn't difficult. drown it was That's... it was hard to swim in that t- it was so heavy and that was too big for me it was a, why were you doing your own stunts <laughs> I don't. I really shouldn't have been because I had just had surgery like three oh weeks before God. on my wrist. Like it wasn't like major abdominal surgery to, to have legs transplanted like, on her. Body. I really shouldn't have been just, like I had in a water. Voluntary C-section. I wasn't pregnant or anything. Just you just slid no, open my I, abdominals. For I had me. A, a cyst removed from my wrist, so I had like a like a surgery. A wrist cyst. I had an open. Yeah, a wrist cyst. A ganglion cyst. It was really huge and really deep into my joint and it hurt. Ooh. So I kept holding this arm above water because I, it was at the point where like it could get wet, but like, eh, like questionable time frame, like it's not like it can't get wet. But I can it's only still imagine kind of, the toxic chemicals that would leach off of a giant mermaid tail. Like two, like it's probably for the best because it would have just gone in and mutated or something. Um, it, I can't remember what fabric it was. It was like shower curtain material I, in, I can't at the bottom. You swam in it <laughs> like you're a real mermaid. Yeah, it was. It it, it probably would have been easier if it hadn't been too big. Fit like it didn't fit me right. It was for someone who was much taller than I was. So there was a lot of. So, so you had your part that would go, <laughs> and then there'd be like the other part that just like flopped on top of that independently. Yeah. Well, I had to like. Or did it, you just like uh, like a sock, like crumple it up? Yeah, so that your that's feet that's kind bottom. of what I did. It's like a fast weird look into a real life mermaid. My my friends had to keep zipping me back up into it, like in and out. <laughs> like especially when we went between like the different places we were shooting, I had to obviously take it off to drive. 
and it was really hard to get back on. You but shouldn't anyway. have taken it off because it how no, I, I, I was how driving. good would it be done? Would it have been to get pulled over and be like, I have, "Why are you speeding? I have to get back to the lake." <laughs> that was the whole point of the episode, though, or the episode, the the sketch was that I was the last mermaid. And I was escaped from the the circus, and the circus dudes were after me, and the my friends were trying to get me to the lake. And then we there's a scene at Lake Erie. <laughs> Look it up. All this wait, mustache. Wait, I've told you guys you, millions did of you, times. Did you go swimming in Lake Erie in a mermaid tail? No. Oh god. We were just god. there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the last mermaid. Look it up. All this mustache on it's on YouTube. Oh, it's very funny. You should try and put that Shape in the show notes. Stole this story from you. It sounds like it. That Guillermo, Guillermo del, del Toro, Toro guy. Thief. thief. It's a thief. Oh, boy. Uh, is anybody else's love stronger than the vast majority of explosions? For certain eh. people, yes. Yeah? My hate is stronger. What's your hate? What, what is your hate stronger than? All explosions? All explosions. That's fair enough. Um, yeah, so the, just the whole thing where, like, Fry walks in on himself, it, it's just all very... Well, he, he gets birthed instead of... I mean, again... How did he, he dissolved and then he comes back out of the muck? Stem cells are a crazy, crazy thing. <sighs> Apparently. That's how you wind up with like all that K-pop stuff, isn't it? Stem like, isn't there a whole like stem cell industry in Korea? Uh, maybe. I, th- I thought that was like one of the things. Or like, the, like there was a guy, I think he's been discredited, but he was like some rogue scientist who's like, I've created clones of humans from stem cells. But imagine that in, like, a Korean accent. Everyone says they've cloned people or whatever. But doesn't, like, Cher have cloned dogs? Yeah, there are, clo- no, there are people um, with cloned pets. Uh, Who is it? Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand, yeah. yes. I would clone my dog. Would you want to... If you were cloning your dog or cat, would you want to download the personality of your previous dog or cat into yes, the new clone yes, of the dog or cat? make, like, ten of them. Oh, that's... Uh, I'm just imagining the litter boxes. That would be horrid, horrid, bad. Worth just, it? No, not not at all. This is where so, we are different, Pete. Oh, yes, we are. <laughs> Our opinions on felines are divergent as fuck. Um, <laughs> divergent as fuck. The, there was a. That's uh, what we should rename this podcast. If you had. <laughs> <laughs> If you had 10 clone cats, though, you could just use them for kayaking. What if, oh, what if you bred the cats and the kayaks so that they were, like, one and the same? What do you mean? I mean, like, a centaur, but instead of a man oh. and a horse, it's a cat and a kayak. Oh, my gosh, like a unicorn. <laughs> What are, what are, where are we right now? What are we doing? <laughs> so talking adorable. about, about the so cute. cyborg cat kayak. See? Oh my gosh, I wish okay. listeners could see this. Well, they can't. Now you can it. do a story on it. It's a real thing, it's it exists on the internet. Phenomenon. Are there any like New York Times articles on this or anything? Because I'm about to break this story. <laughs> <laughs> this so, is breaking news. Get here, the here breaking is, news. <laughs> Wideopenpets.com, 13 kayaking cats who live for outdoor adventures. Oh, I bet those cats are total dicks, though. They're like, they're probably like the Life is Good t shirt. They're guys. like the Mumford and Sons of Cats. <laughs> yeah, Stomping of, their feet and playing lots tambourines. Of, uh, arm, hey. 
What, what, uh, what is the, um, like the sleeve suspenders? What are oh, those called? Or the arm garters? Arm garters. <laughs> cats and arm garters. Honestly, cats and suspenders is like the only suspenders. How could that? How could cats, that? Work? I can even I can even let them play ukulele, whatever. Like <laughs> you could put little beards on them. Yeah, I don't care if these cats like. Well, oh, here's can't. here's the cat that's underneath because it's scared. That cat definitely probably likes St. Matthew's band. I don't even care. I'll still snuggle it. <laughs> See, I'd be afraid of that thing clawing the shit out of my feet. It mm-hmm. just wants to go on an adventure. No, it doesn't. That it cat terrified. does not. <laughs> First of all, they put that cat on a leash. Like, how many cats do you know that like to be leashed? I know a few, yeah. A few? I was just Some saying the other day I want a leash for my cat and take on little adventures. What? You all? I have a harness for one of my cats, and he likes it. See? For this wedding you're what? going to, why don't you get yeah. a little short leash and just make your cat your little clutch? Oh my god! Well, they've got those backpacks with like the 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 bubble, like mm. so the cat can sit in the backpack and see out, mm-hmm. like oh, the I little clear bubble. The and then they can poop and pee in it too. Awesome! I don't think a cat would do that though. Yeah, it probably <laughs> wouldn't. It might pee. The cat looks. If it was terrible, scared enough, it might terrible. pee, but. But I just want one so bad. Mm-hmm. My cat would hate it because she hates doing things or <laughs> being disturbed. She likes to approach you on her own terms. She doesn't really give a fuck about anything. Fair enough. She's great. <laughs> Family trip. Literally the chillest cat. Um, I would totally take that cat to the date or to the wedding though. I'd be like, I don't get a plus one. <laughs> Since you're plus one. Guess what? We're we're together. We, <laughs> you come, could just, we, are, we come as a package. You just feed it from the cheese tray on the hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. I, I'll tell you where we are in the episode, and we're almost done. Thank God. There's a continuity. I, I know. I'm sick of talking about fucking cats. Uh, <laughs> what? No. Sorry. You knew it. I'd rather go back <laughs> to talking about cats. There's a there's a continuity error. I didn't notice this. With uh, Bender? No. Because there's one with Bender. With Leela and fake Leela. With Are, the arms? Yes. Yes, I noticed that. Because there's when the they're wrist- fighting, the robot Leela does not have a wristlo jackamatron. She has a and bandage on. She has a bandage, but then there's there's a scene where they're fighting and the robot Leela has a bandage and a wristlo jackamatron, and then the next scene she doesn't have it. I it's I'm surprised that slipped hmm. through. That is a pretty big goof. There's another one. Yeah, there's Bender. a bunch in this episode, actually. Where? What's when uh, Bender uh, stops moving and he starts to uh, like explode light or blow up. up, light up? Yeah, his one of his eyes rolls out. Yeah, and then when the cycla whatever it's the called, cyclophage, yeah, eats him and he blows up. Yeah, and he comes out. He has two eyes, and then they cut back, and he only has one eye. I didn't catch that. Mm-hmm. Well, that I mean, that was the point where it was. Um, Again, we come back to ben Bender's magical chest cavity mm-hmm. where the doomsday device just blew up his excess capacity inside. But it somehow also killed the psychopath. Yeah, it killed the psychophage. Psychopath. It blew up in there. Psycho and, and now that it's blown up and done, he doesn't have any power problems, which doesn't make any sense either because the doomsday device was powering Bender. So now that it's blown up and is no longer a thing, how is he still... Running. He is just the right amount of power. Yeah, but the device that was creating the power in general is destroyed. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cartoon. Yeah, I know. This And this, this is the last thing I wrote because it was established in uh, 
I think while green yonder, Bender weighs two tons, but Fry and the professor have no trouble hoisting him up on their shoulders when they do their little huzzah parade at mm-hmm. the end. How does that happen? Cartoon. <sighs> well, apparently in that, that same scene with the fighting, the two fighting Leelas, yeah. one of them is drawn with two pupils on accident. <laughs> oh my god so like this is they were using a whole new animation house or something yeah like, it has to be because that. there are so many goofs that I'm, I'm now looking at the list of goofs and uh there's one with fries fry froze all frizzy um his sleeves and jacket go from being like burned fine to burned and fucked up then fine again um the the wrist low jackamator thing that you mentioned uh, Bender's eyeballs mm. being wrong. Um, they're not even eyeballs. They're like eye tubes. Yeah. Uh, Zap's head uh, is still perfectly intact, even though <laughs> he wasn't on the Planet Express ship. He was on the Nimbus. Yeah, but the Nimbus crashed on could, top of it. Which could have the similar technology that could be explained. He can't talk with just his head, which is inconsistent with a bunch of the other episodes where like Hermes head talks after he gets decapitated. But they put it into a uh, the jar, didn't they? Even when he just gets decapitated, yeah. he's talking as like a decapitated head on the floor. So, uh... But that's when it was fresh. Like, I get that. They're, they've been kind of hung out to dry for a while, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, Professor tells Bender if he stops partying, he'll explode. But the first time he tells Bender that if he doesn't stop partying, he'll explode. He's not partying for a very long time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Let's see. There was a mistake that everyone had reverted to their normal outfits at the end of Into the Wild Green Yonder, but La Barbara was still in her feminista outfit at the end. Uh, Yeah, what what happened to La Barbara? She was on the I know. She was too. Um, And Scruffy wasn't. So what the fuck? Same thing with Zap. His outfit is different. Um... There's so many more. I don't even want to go over all the rest of them, but like Amy's skeleton only has four ribs and everybody else has five. Um, she could have taken them out in some kind of Marilyn yeah, Manson situation. Yeah, and she's a Martian, <laughs> so maybe? I don't know. Um, I have it on good authority that, you know, Martians of Asian descent only have four <laughs> ribs. And uh, there's another one that it's the last one I'll say because there's a whole list of these that just keeps going. Um in the opening ship crash, Fry says they've lost power to the forward Game Boy, but he is clearly using a Nintendo controller. Yes, it's an NES classic mm-hmm. little yep. thing. Wow. You know, I, I'm i glad we're not doing the movies anymore. I think it's going to take me a little bit of time to get into the swing of this in general. The next one blows. Yeah. It's not good. Then the next one it's a, it sucks. It's a zap heavy. Yeah. See, you got off easy, Nikki. I thought this was a great one. It, it was, was okay. Very relevant to my interest, though. Skeletons and stem cells and uh, robots and yeah. fear of artificial intelligence replacing you. There's also yeah, a whole much. episode that is about cats coming up. Too. Would, wouldn't true. it make? Hello, I'm available. For <laughs> <this>. <laughs> well, uh, so with with. Wouldn't it be preferable if you could clone your personality into an AI and it could write your articles and you could just do whatever you wanted to do? Oh, my gosh. What would I do with all that time, though? Binge watch stuff like Black Mirror? Oh, yeah. That would probably be unhealthy. Um, I mean, yeah, it would be nice. I think everyone would like to have copies of themselves. But I think for me, it's more like 
virtual reality, like, people are just going to get lost in those worlds. Like, I'm already addicted to my cell phone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Isn't it like, happening now already? Virtual reality, though? No, that's when you can feel like the person is in front of you. So you can just put on, like, your celebrity, whatever, whatever you want. You can have, like, your Jason Momoa experience or Ugh, no. a nice date with John Hamm. No. I'm, I'm just throwing names out. It's a general concept, though. Yeah, like, why would you want to hang out with normal people? I would totally go on, go on a VR date with John Hamm, just saying. I, I'd go <laughs> I would on, absolutely go I'd on a go VR on a, date with John Hamm. I'd go on a flesh and blood date with John Hamm. Oh, He's a yeah. handsome guy. Yeah. I've, I've only ever did VR one time, and on the, like, story, it was like, like you work at a dog walking startup or something like oh that. My so God. it's, like, very wholesome, very wholesome. Um, but I, I was like, I feel like I'm right here. Like, I'm like, why would I want to go back to normal everyday life? I don't want to burst your bubble about this, but if you're into dog bondage, then being like a dog walker would be a really salacious VR uh, thing. It wasn't like that, Pete. Well, because you, you weren't looking at it through that prism. I'm just saying. I, well, exactly. What about the people who are looking through it through that prism? The thing about virtual reality, though, is as long as you are tethered to a biological you know, meat sack, so to speak, you're going to have to disengage from the virtual reality to maintain your basic biological needs. Like, That's I think what it's I'm saying people are not going to even get to that level. But when we when we're able to upload ourselves and our consciousness into a fully digitized, non corporeal form that's when shit's going to get real because you're no longer tethered to pooping and peeing and eating yeah. and, you know, what, what happens if you divorce your personality from like your body's physical urges, wholesome or otherwise? It's, I swear, I'll give it 10 years, 10 to 20 years. The singularity is projected to happen around 2021. I think it was a, the last estimate I heard. That's I could be so completely soon. wrong with that. That's oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. There, well, it was, uh, touring the Turing test. Um, he said by the year 2000, people, 30% of people wouldn't be able to distinguish whether they were speaking with a robot or a human being. You're 2000? Yeah. So we're pretty close to that. Yeah. That's, that's the danger zone. I mean, technically we are basically cause online, you never know. Mm -hmm. I have more interesting conversations with like the chat bots on websites than <laughs> I do with a lot of people in real life. Hi, I'm here to help. Can I help you? I'm here to help. <laughs> yeah, yes, you can. Sorry, I can't help you with that. Let me connect you with someone else. But, like, that's at least they're cheerful and nice. True. <laughs> you know, it's not like walking up to a counter somewhere and just being like, what? What do you want? Think about how nice it is when the virtual reality is you getting to walk puppies. I would never tune out. I would never take that headset off. But what if you're just seeing yourself pet puppies? I, want I think I would that's much rather walk is, the real puppies. I guess. Yeah, but if you can't have real puppies, yeah, like I can't have real puppies, and I would, I would want to walk a puppy. Exactly. What? But like, you could walk a puppy. If I'm you just wanted saying to. there are many. Can things. you just smell in somewhere that reality? has a puppy and say I want to walk this thing? I'm sure in ten to twenty years. Can you can... taste in virtual reality? I'm sure soon we can. I want like a VR system attached to like a treadmill so I can actually walk and like move around. You need one of those Jamiroquai like, setups. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like exactly <laughs> like that because <laughs> i i it's that was the weirdest thing when i did i tried vr um i was shooting ufos and 
spaceships and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I was just, I couldn't, I mean, you could move a little bit, but, and you can turn around. It's like 360. You can turn around yeah. and look up and down and yeah. all around you or whatever you want to call that. I don't know if it's I would think the, but. the easiest way to, to kind of set that up would be to have like a, a ball, almost like, a, like, you know, when you, you have bears that can balance on a, on a, like a big ball, mm -hmm. but like only the top of it would be surfaced so that you could kind of walk, but it would in 360 degrees of motion, you could stand on this surface and kind of Yeah, it would of have to know it. when to... Yeah, I guess if it was a treadmill, it would just keep going and going. Yeah. It would have to know when you stopped. Yep. Hmm. See, the, the real shit is going to be when you can, maybe just a full room like, VR. That's the thing. When you oh can, like the danger room. Mm -hmm. You can so. plug it into your nervous system and then generate the stimulus. Because, all uh, look, all this meat bag stuff is just interpreting data and then sending the signals electrochemically into your noggin right. so once you can jack something and it can interface with that and short circuit all of like the real deal stuff and make you think that it's happening are you, you suggesting go. that we jack on yes <laughs> <laughs> early and often bringing it back to futurama yes any any final thoughts did we actually talk about the very end of the episode I did we get, so. did we get I mean, there? Uh, Fry is also a robot. Leela uh, died making robot Fry because Fry died. And then, then real Fry pops out of the thing. And then living Leela and living Fry get together. Robot mm -hmm. Fry, robot Leela love each other. And turn into Terminators. Shed, yeah, shed their, their meat, what they call meat sacks. We'll go with that. And, um, and yeah, they... Uh, Hasta la vista. One, one thing we may never know. <laughs> which why is, did their voices Why did change? their voices change? I think because oh, they yeah. didn't have to. No, it is one thing that we may never know. All right, fine. <laughs> the one thing. I'm just conjecturing. And then Zap pops out at the end. like. Yeah. And there he goes. So he's still alive. Yes. Yep. Uh, and Bender doesn't have to party anymore because he exploded the cyclophage with yeah. his excess capacity. You know, it's it's fine. This is was this fine. was a certainly not the best, but it's. But if you hadn't seen Futurama in like eight years, you'd have been like, oh, be yeah, a, new episode. Yeah, alive. you'd That's be exactly as, what I did. Yeah, right. You'd be as excited as people were when I think they we're saw just the getting Phantom jaded. Menace. You know, I think we're just getting jaded. I think we we sat through all those movies and had to talk for like <laughs> we we podcasted for a good what eight hours maybe maybe like two hours on average per movie mm -hmm. i think it was a little more, more than I that i mean well it's probably closer to 12 hours yeah. really i mean it was there's a lot of jibber jabber about fucking nonsense and stupidity but that's i mean that's the thing it's like when phantom menace came out whatever the merits or demerits of that actual movie are i think the the going consensus mm -hmm. is it's pretty crappy yeah i mean but, i saw it the f I went to the theater to see Austin Powers and it was sold out and I saw The Phantom Menace instead. <laughs> I got to see Phantom Menace the night it came out with a, a movie theater that had been rented out by a rich nerd and a bunch of other nerds that worked for him and everyone nice. lost their shit. See, I was, a, that. what year was that? 99. So I was 11. Yeah. So I didn't know any better. I had not seen Star Wars before. You were starting at the beginning. I was starting at the beginning when I saw it. 
Well, I saw that one and I was like, this is the best thing ever. I need to watch all of it. Pizza, pizza. <laughs> no, I, I, I had enough taste as an 11 year old to know that Jar Jar Banks was dumb. But oh. people loved Jar Jar back then. When that movie came out, everything was That's, Jar Jar. It's, they it's had Jar Jar on fucking Pepsi cans. Yeah. Like, everything was Jar Jar. Jar Jar was like the Porg of 1999. Oh, those little Porgs are so Except cute. Except Porgs are great. And delicious, apparently. Because they're puffins. Yeah. They were modeled off of some no, they're actual, breed of penguin. That, the reason why that there's yeah. Porgs in there is because there's too many puffins around, and they instead of... Getting rid Digitally of them, erasing just, them, they just turn them into mm-hmm. porgs. Oh, so Lucas I don't think there were all them on the ship though. With Chewbacca, yeah, though, yeah, I think that would have been uh, there would have been a lot of crap mm-hmm. to deal with. Yes, I like literal feces. Literal, yes, from the birds. Mm-hmm. And figure get in Chewbacca's hair. Does, you know what? I've never seen anyone use a restroom in a Star Wars movie. And on that I note, usually people uh, use restrooms in movies. I don't know. Pulp, there's a pretty great scene in Pulp Fiction. You know what I mean, though, there's it a couple. Like, excuse me. Do kids do sometimes. Like I remember. That's because, um, shakes the clown. He's uh, John Travolta's character in Pulp Fiction is on heroin, and you, heroin makes you constipated. Yeah, that's why there's that. so many bathroom seats. Well, there, I mean, there's a whole bunch. I mean, look, if we want to start talking about cinematic bathrooms, I could go for another hour, but we don't need to subject anybody to that. That's our next podcast. Uh, that'll be the spinoff. <laughs> Divergent as fuck. This week, we talk about cinematic bathrooms. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some way to make it sound classy in French, but I can't. Arabella. She has her bathrooms at Cleveland. Really? Instagram. Yeah, she has a whole Yeah, Instagram I saw that. I saw that the other day. Full of cool bathrooms. Oh, and she's get. very chic. It's a bunch of sh- chicks take it, taking selfies in like the May Hall's bathroom and the, the Taco Tonto's bathroom. And the only bathroom you need to worry about <laughs> is the one at the Stone Mad Pub, which is like... Uh, that is a pretty cool bathroom. Yeah. And it's probably got people boarded up in the walls behind all those tiles but that's another story that got very dark very quickly that's what i do on that note (laughs) yeah so thanks for coming on nikki it's nice to have you back at the house of pod thank you do you have anything you'd like people to know about or to find you on the internet Um, or things look forward to my forthcoming feature story about cats on kayak (laughs) (laughs) on on where will people be able to see that or your other things are you trying to be on the dl about this oh i don't care i'm just saying look for it share it retweet it perfect we're we're bringing back the free times just for that (laughs) (laughs) so one episode special uh, I'm on the Twitter and all the social medias. Yeah, well, you you've uh, you've written a book, 100 Things to Do in Cleveland Before You Die. Yeah, and one of them is Beyond Slurmcast. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's on the second edition. <laughs> <laughs> it's been the 105th thing to do. Oh, yeah, I completed it. No one will ever get to all 100. <laughs> um, so there's. Have you done all 100 things that you wrote about? I think. Done pretty much all of them. They're very, they're pretty much all basic, and then I slid in some like very weird shit in there that I don't know. <laughs> you know, like editors are like from out of state, so I think they probably wouldn't be like. 
go to like noise lunch and now it's class or like things like that. Yeah. <laughs> they probably be like, we're going to need to take this off. <laughs> but since they're outside of Cleveland, I think they just were like, we trust you with everything. Yeah, and sure. Like, hmm, sure. <laughs> uh, no, they're mostly very traditional stuff though. It's, it's, I mean, it's fun. And so that, that has an associated Facebook page, but then you also have stories and features that pop up on cleveland.com and yes. on, in, in the actual Arts print edition of yes. The Plain Dealer. Yes, for both. Which, no cat stories yet, though. Well, we've given you plenty. <laughs> a lot of new material. Every episode that we do, we like just basically give away a handful of million-dollar ideas. I know. You guys we're idiots. We've not monetized <laughs> this for... Shit. No. <sighs> anyway, um, yeah. So you go find Nikki online. Don't you know? Just send her positive affirmation about things. She writes nice articles about cool stuff. Yeah, only nice things, please. Yeah, send your hate mail to us at slurmcast <laughs> slurm, <laughs> at gmail yes. We're also on Facebook. We're on Twitter and Instagram at slurmcastpod. You can call text uh leave voicemails about how you're with the irs and you need to talk to us immediately because, because there's a warrant, warrant for <laughs> which one of us though yeah we'll be will be your replica working. yeah that's not working eventually because sometimes we're real slow about responding but we will we will respond uh 216-438-1077 yes that's it uh, you can buy Futurama and other cool T-shirts that we've curated in our T Public shop. There's a link to that on our website, slurmcast.com. Um, Spotify. We're on, we're on Spotify we're now. On Spotify. Uh, we're making no money there. It's another channel where you can get our content for free, and we will receive no benefit from it, and we're okay with that. And I think, oh, rate and review us on iTunes, please, somebody. We get five more responses by the time this episode comes out in like three weeks. Michelle have another art school story. Yep. But you know, you, I had a bunch of them. Yeah. And Start thinking now. So, guess you gotta leave those reviews. I mean, you just gave away the mermaid story today too. That so. wasn't an art school story. That was, that was recent. <laughs> you did that. For fun. <laughs> I did. <laughs> it's just, it's, That's it just my whole life. Thing. I've done a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, I think if we wanted to start going around the table on those kinds of that, that could be our. That's. I think we just figured out what our post firm pass podcast is going to be. Just weird shit we done. Weird shit we done. <laughs> it could just be silence for a while and just be like, oh, yeah. oh, this one time I did this and then talk about it. And then it gets silent again as well. We're trying to think of more things. I don't know. It might be better just to say it with like completely devoid of context. <laughs> just 45 minutes of this one time. I did I just thought of a really good one. Oh, tell us <laughs> off mic and, and we'll we'll save it's, it when you write your reviews. <laughs> Have a good week, everybody. Bye.